Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Wednesday afternoon here really quick with a podcast episode. We are going to be going into detail on why people lose motivation and how to get it back. Hopefully, we can share uh, some tips and tricks and hacks along the way to help you guys uncover you know, the thing that is lost most often, which for most people, especially in the health, fitness, nutrition space, uh, the motivation tends to, you know, ebb and flow, and sometimes it is, uh, it's very short-lived and very fleeting for people. So that's uh, the topic for today. I got a handful of things to run through really fast before we dig into this, and again, um, I apologize if, if my dogs go crazy here. We're actually dog-sitting today. I'm in my home office uh, on a lav mic, so if you hear them screaming, um, it just is what it is today. But really fast, uh, I got a handful of messages uh, on Instagram DM and a, and a couple of Facebook as well. Um, for people mentioning that it's Pride Month, and it's June right now, it's actually June 5th, and uh, if you guys who are not familiar, uh, the month of June is basically chosen as like the LGBT Pride Month uh, to commemorate the Stonewall Riots, which occurred, I believe, at the end of June in like 1969, if I'm not mistaken. And as a result, like a lot of the Pride events that are held during the month recognize the impact of the LGBT community and the people they have all over the world. And so um, I appreciate all you guys for the messages. I think it's amazing what you're doing. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I know we have a huge uh, following, especially like on Instagram and you guys who, you know, listen to our stuff, watch our stuff and buy our stuff. So I thank you guys for that. Uh, and I'm all for everybody, you know, living their best life and doing whatever makes them, you know, the happiest they can possibly be. I believe that for everybody. I think we should all be able to live, you know, a life free you know, of being judged and, um, you know, harassed and, you know, just having to deal with, life is hard enough as it is, uh, having to deal with a lot of shit because we're different, we're unique, we're not all the same, and I think that's the beauty of uh, humanity and life in general. So thank you guys, I appreciate you, and this is my shout out to you guys for Pride Month, enjoy it uh, this month and every single month the rest of the year. Uh, with that said, two things on my docket quickly, one, uh, reminder, our mandatory mobility program, you guys, is kicking off here and I believe about nine days and 23 hours, so about 10 days. Now we'll kick off on the 17th. You guys have about nine days and 23 hours left to register. It's June the 5th today, so if you guys are listening uh, and you're interested in doing a mandatory mobility program with me, um, we're running that. Again, I run it typically about once a year. I wasn't sure um, if I was gonna do it this year, but there's such a need for it, and if you guys obviously who watch my stuff on Instagram, uh, and Facebook, you see, you know, me stretching, going through mobility every single day, whether it be pre-workout, intra-workout, or post-workout. And so we created this program just for this. It's 100% online. Um, we coach you guys in a private Facebook group. We do uh, full follow-along flow videos. Again, the goal of the program, you know, to help you guys move better and feel better, you know, in a nutshell. Um, but decrease muscle soreness and tightness in your workouts. Decrease, you know, in risk of injury. Help you guys with better range of motion performance both inside and outside the gym and just reduce overall pain in the joints, knees, hips, shoulders, ankles, uh, just to name a few things. So again, you know, father time's always working against us. We're always getting, you know, older, probably softer and wrinklier. Now we can, can fight, you know, the, the softness for as long as possible. And, uh, you know, at some point our strength is going to go. It just is. We're not always going to be as strong as we were at, you know, at 22 years old. But mobility is one thing you can hold on to. And I think a lot of people are failing to reach their full potential in the gym and outside of it for that matter because they lack the integrity and they lack the range of motion, uh, whether it be in the ankles, the knees, the hips, the shoulders that they have. Again, if you're sitting all the time at your desk or traveling for work, if you have low back stiffness or tightness, 
This is a program for you guys if you have a, a nagging, some shoulder stuff, like I said, low back stuff, tight hamstrings, if your hips are tightened, if you have you know trouble squatting or lunging or doing variations, I think we can alleviate a lot of that inside this program. I'll coach you again every step of the way. We'll have some of our experts pop in as well. And again, I'm traveling quite a bit during the month. It's a 30-day program, so you get to see what I do, obviously, in the program, but also what I do when I travel, hotel rooms and gyms, and kind of get a full breakdown. And hopefully, you guys can take it with you. So if you know you've been skipping your mobility, you're not doing it enough, and you still have some nagging injuries and things that are tight, this program would be for you guys. And on the same note, um, a ton of you guys have been messaging me about Athletic Greens. And right now, in our office, I think we have about 50 samples that we're able to send out to people. So if you've never tried Athletic Greens and you're on the fence, you're like, ah, I'm not sure, it might taste like shit, I don't wanna spend the money, look, I get it. Um, and you don't have to take what I say at face value, but if you message me as soon as possible, I can probably send you a couple of packets so you can try and make the call for yourself. It's just my gift to you guys for listening to the podcast. And on that same note, for the mandatory mobility program, if you guys are interested, shoot me a DM, send me an email as fast as you can in the next nine days. I'll give you guys a unique uh, podcast discount code just for listening. Say, hey, Jeremy, listen to the podcast. I want to do the mandatory mobility program. I'll shoot you guys a discount code. You can take it, and I'll get you in and save you a couple bucks along the way. Just my thank you to you guys for listening to what I do here. So with that said, again, we're talking today's podcast about why you lose motivation, and hopefully I can help you guys on how to get it back. And so Again, obviously, I'm going to talk about this in the health and fitness space. Um, we can break this down into almost all categories of life, for that matter, because I believe this to be true. Um, and I'll kind of touch on, you know, the financial, the career stuff intermixed here, because I do think they do parallel each other quite a bit. Um, and again, when you guys are starting off on like any transformation, fat loss program, any kind of challenges with like super high hopes, typically you're motivated. That's why you started, you paid the money, you got jacked up to do it. And again, after all, most people. You know, the whole reason they take action in the first place is because they're motivated, because they have really high lofty goals and they want to accomplish something and they want to do it, you know, typically quick um, and they want to see really amazing results, you know, but that initial spark of motivation rarely lasts for people. Um, within days, weeks, or months, usually, you're back to your old life wondering how you got out of, you know, the motivated side and how you got back into the unmotivated rut you're currently in. And what people do is people beat themselves up and they question their ability. Will I ever be able to transform? Will I ever be able to drop the fat or lose the weight or you know get rid of the love handles or whatever the, the problem is you guys are focusing on? And again, people look at themselves and say, well, I've yo-yoed and failed before. What will be different this time? Maybe I should just quit and give up. And should you guys quit and give up? Absolutely not. And I say this to everybody all the time. You know, They, they get frustrated. They get discouraged. They're not seeing results as fast as they want. And my answer is always like, well, if you give up, I can promise you, you will get fatter, you will get softer, you will get wrinklier, you will have worse mobility, you won't be as strong, you won't be as motivated, and that is a really dangerous snowball that kind of rolls in the wrong direction. And so that's what I say to you guys is, even if something's not working initially, it's just seeing it through. But the biggest reason what we're talking about is, what is your motivation and what is your why? And I know you guys have heard that before, maybe from me a handful of times, certainly from other people, we bang on the why a lot because I do think it matters. Now, everyone's motivation for transforming their body or transforming their career, their relationship, their finances, their life, whether it be losing fat um, or just losing overall weight, there's no right or wrong answer uh, of why you started. It's whatever moves you to take massive fucking action, that's okay. And I've said it before, I don't care if your reason is to change your body and look better, just so you don't die. I think that 
typically number one that's an amazing reason two if it's to look you know sexy for coachella for your pictures i dig it as well if it's to have abs for your trip to mykonos super cool dude or to be able to just play with your kids and your grandkids as you age so you don't feel like you know you're holding people back or you're missing out on moments because you're not mobile and you can't hike and you can't go to the lake or you can't do certain things because you're so out of shape whatever the reason is that gets you started i'm all for it on the same note what gets you going isn't always what keeps you going as a matter of fact i think more often than not what gets you going is not what keeps you going and the example i'm going to touch on a handful of things here if you think about your job and again you might pick a job or a career um, typically based on the money and what it can bring you and i don't think there's anything wrong with that initially but and people say like oh i do it because i love it i'm like i don't know many 12 year old kids who dream about being a realtor or dream about being a CPA. Those are both great careers. They both have high earning potential, um, relative job security, depending on the market and different things, but those are all jobs that are gonna exist for the top performers. They can make a lot of money doing that. I don't know if that's, you pick it because it's a passion. You know, I've never met a seven-year-old who's like, man, I love being, I love accounting. I'm sure there is some out there. I've just never met them. Point being is this, you pick these careers and these paths because it can pay you a lot of money. But as we know it, the habituation of that doesn't last long. You know, it's shiny, it's new, it's fun. But if you don't love the process of it, it doesn't really keep you going. And I'll explain more on this later on, you know, why you guys can make a million bucks a year and still be unmotivated. What I found is this. When people focus on the thing that just gets them going, which is usually in fitness and transformations, it's the vanity part of it, and only how they look, and that's the sole reason they're doing it, that motivation tends to die sooner than later. Weight loss and fat loss is such a slow process for most people. To me, again, I think it's quick in the terms of how we describe it, but for you guys, um, you know, typically it's a lot slower than you want the results. People come in and they think in 30 days, you know, they can look like Beyonce or they can look like Rambo. And it really just, it doesn't happen that quickly, especially depending on your genetics, your age, your eating habits, drinking habits, and where you're starting. But weight loss and fat loss is such a slow process for most people, they generally don't have the patience to see things through. And I think this goes for careers a lot of times. I think this goes for building wealth and a handful of other things. Now, most people, when they get into fitness, they need this instant gratification of that you know, losing weight uh, doesn't really give that to them. Does that make sense? So when people go into a transformation and they're stepping on the scale every single day, which I'm not a fan of, and in fact, I am the exact opposite of that. If you have to step on a scale, say maybe once a week, same time, same day, if that, but if not, I don't even think the scale is relevant. Now, if you have 300 pounds to lose, yeah, sure, you probably wanna check it. But for most of you guys, I don't think the scale is a great measure of what you're doing. But the reason people start to fail when it's just based off of weight loss or just based off of fat loss, and they're, they're doing it in terms of pounds, they need instant gratification when they step on the scale. That losing weight does not give you. You want microwave results in a crock pot world, but the shit takes time. More time than 99% of you guys even realize. But the amazing thing is, is if you spent 30 weeks eating really well, not drinking booze, training your ass off, sleeping right, not stressing out about stupid shit, and you lost 30 pounds, that is amazing and it's super quick. But again, most people want to see that number move a lot faster. Yeah, I get it, dude. I want to see my, you know, my SAP, my IRAs, my 401ks, all my investments, you know, you know, get 15% returns every single year. It's just not realistic and it's not going to happen. So I have to take my 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12% returns and be okay with that. It's the same thing. Crockpot, not a microwave. So 
What we suggest to people is, instead of focusing on just what got you going and just the vanity reason, which I think is important, it can be like your you know, A1, or it can be your B version, it can be your secondary driver. I like to see people dig a lot deeper. We really need to try to define our why for losing weight, for dropping fat, for wanting to be a millionaire, for wanting to graduate with this degree, for wanting to have this job title. You need to want this, you need to need this, and those are the only ways you guys are gonna see it through. It's that reason, your why, the thing that cuts so fucking deep, it's gonna help you reach your goal or you're gonna damn near die trying. I think that's the key to everybody. You have to have something that cuts really deep and it has to be very important to you that you're not willing to let it go just because you didn't see the results in 17 days. The true reasons why we tend to elicit like such a strong emotional response is when we give a shit about something. It's this emotion that gives us a sense of real purpose. It helps us find that deeper meaning and that pain point, the thing that's real, the real cause for us to really care about something. So again, if it is for you guys because you wanna be around for your kids um, and their life and their grandkids and things like that, I think that's probably something that cuts deep for a lot of you guys. You know, where as looking sexy, you know, for your Mykonos trip on your 40th birthday, yeah, it's important, but is that really gonna keep you going, you know, six months after the trip? Probably not. That's why I say that can be a secondary driver, but the first one is so I can look better, move better, and feel better. And again, there's a million different tributaries we can take from that, but you guys have to have the ones like, like why it matters to you so much. So here's an example I'll give. When you're struggling for like motivation, um, you're making sure you know like that why is strong enough that you're gonna be constantly revisiting it. You have to move beyond the surface level reasons to go deeper. Why do I do this? Why do I want to? Is it the vanity? Is it the money? You know, the obligation? Is it the responsibility? Is it the sense of legacy? And the example I dig into is me. Why do I wake up every single day at four o'clock in the morning? Um, or I'll put it this way. We can go business-wise for me. Let's go personal fitness. Like, why do I want to be this fit every single day? Well, on the surface level stuff, um, there's vanity involved in it. I want to look a certain way because I know when I walk into a room, I have a self uh, like a, a sense of confidence. I have a certain feeling that I get. Like I feel like I can just kick the share of the world because I look the way I do. Now that's for myself. I don't do that for you guys or anybody else. I literally do it for me because I feel confident when I'm healthy, when I'm strong, when I can move and when I'm mobile. The second reason, let's say money. I still get paid to take my shirt off and look a certain way for certain brands and certain things we do. And I know the analytics and the numbers, if I do a video for men's health or if I do a video even for our own stuff, uh, when we have clothes on and when I have little to no clothes on, the ones with no clothes on do a lot better because we're selling you know, the image of it. You can see the musculature move. There's a sexiness involved with the internet. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it is what it is. So we play the game enough. So why am I this fit? A, the vanity reasons for myself. Two, there's a, a financial, uh, you know, motivation for me that doesn't exist for a lot of people but real talk i feel like i'm obligated to do this because i have a gift and i have a certain ability a lot of people don't have mentally i can eat a certain way i can train a certain way i can push my body i can do it even when i'm tired when i'm exhausted because i want to lead from the front i feel like i have a sense of responsibility and it's my legacy is tied to it and i know that that's not what i'll be remembered for it will not be my body and just the shape that i'm in it'll be the things i say and things i do for other people however if the way I look is a tool to get in front of people, to grab their attention, to pull them into our stuff so then they can hear me, listen to me, we can coach them, we can help them, we can make them better. That ties into my legacy, my responsibility. So for me, 
the the obligation I feel because I am so blessed and I am currently so healthy and I feel like I have a responsibility to share that with the world and it's tied to the legacy of the person I am, that cuts fucking deep for me. I give a shit about that way more than the money. I give a shit about that way more than the vanity and the surface level stuff. So why those are, you know, two, three, four down the list, the number one thing is I feel a responsibility to help you guys and share with you guys, and that's what drives me every single day. It's not because of the way I look. If my body fat goes up 2 3%, it really doesn't make a difference to me. I'll still be fit. I'll still be healthy. I'll still feel confident. But the better I am as the older I get, I feel like the more people we can connect with, we can attach to, and we can help. So that's why I do it. You guys have to have a reason that's similar. And you saying, I just want to lose a couple pounds won't do it, even for me. If it's, oh, I have to live at 6% every single day just because I want to look good. Nobody gives a shit. I wear clothes 99.9% of the time and nobody ever sees me with the shirt off other than on the internet when we film videos. So it's like, that's not going to be important enough to me. Does that make sense, everybody? So what benefits are you guys going to get from transforming your life, from dropping body fat, from losing weight, from being more muscular, from being stronger, from having abs? And why is it important to you? How will your relationships change because of it with yourself, with your spouse, with your friends, with your family? Will they change at all? Should they change? Will other people see you differently? Will your confidence improve? Will you be happier? And will the effort even matter? You have to ask yourself those questions to uncover your true motivation for you guys to change. And again, finding that purpose and reason of why the fuck you want to do it anyway. Why do you want to deadlift 600 pounds? Why do you want to complete an Ironman? You know, why do you want to hike the Grand Canyon rim to rim to rim? Why do you want to become a millionaire? Why do you want to make $100,000 a year? There's certain things that you have to have a why that's going to drive you because if you don't, it's going to be too hard for you guys along the way and you're going to quit because you're going to be discouraged by the lack of the external motivators and that carrot isn't as enticing if it doesn't really matter to you. And the one question I'll ask you guys, and we talk about this all the time, is do you enjoy the journey and do you love the process of it? I'll say that again. Do you enjoy the journey of it and do you love the process? The other big reason, inspiration and motivation, whatever you want to call it, for people is disappearing is because they're not enjoying the process. Think about who's motivated every single day to do shit that they hate. Who do you know that is super motivated every day to do a bunch of shit that they hate? I'm sure there's some people out there, but again, it's not me. I can't get up for stuff that I hate. Um, In the micro, sure, there's little things I'm gonna do every day that I don't like. I gotta put out fires and deal with a bunch of, you know, BS crap like you guys do. But in the macro, I love my process. I love the shit that I do. I love the game. I love the journey way more than the prizes and the carrots and the cool shit at the end of it. And I'm an example I'm going to give you for me for real life. Take school for me. I hated school, dude. I was never motivated to do geography. I was never motivated to go to chemistry. I have zero fucking care for like a geometry. I still think the stuff's worthless. I was never motivated by it. The only thing that kept me in school whatsoever was the fear. Fear of failing. Fear of having a shit life. That's the only thing that kept me engaged enough to pass and keep showing up. Because my why was, if I don't get decent enough grades, I cannot play sports. And that is my entire identity. And it's the only thing I love about school, is being on a sports team. Two, if I can't play sports, I'm not smart enough to get a scholarship anywhere. And my family has no money. 
so I cannot go to college. Like, that was my reality. So my why for doing some shit that I hated was that I got to do something I loved because of it. And inside of that, I knew it was going to bring me to something greater on. So for a small duration, I could do it. But if someone told me I had to go to school for 20 years like that or work a job for 25 years I hated, there's no way it was going to happen because the thing at the end of it wasn't, wasn't great enough to keep me moving. And hopefully that makes sense to you guys. Because people get so focused on the end goal of weight loss and fat loss and having abs, which I hear all the time. And again, you guys, is the juice worth the squeeze for you to have abs? For most of you, it probably isn't. It's a different podcast altogether, which we've talked about. But again, people are so focused on that, having abs and having a perfect butt and having the, the right dress size. And my body fat has to be this. And I'm not saying to not set external goals, but you forget it's just a side effect of the process of you enjoying moving your body and eating healthy foods and becoming a healthy person, if you approach it from the perspective that cuts deep in the one that is, okay, if I train hard, if I eat right, if I move my body every single day, if I become a healthy person, the byproduct is going to be, I'm probably going to lose body fat. I'm probably going to lose weight. I'm probably going to have a better dress size and a shit. If I do it diligently for long enough, I might even get to see abs if you're willing to give up the things along the way. But if you don't like moving your body, if you don't like exercising, if you don't like the food you're eating, it doesn't matter how much fat and weight you lose, you're never going to stick with it for the duration. You'll never make a real transformation, which for me starts in your mind anyway. It's the people who love the process of what they're doing and the shit that they're into tend to see the greatest results and be the ones that we look up to and admire because yes, they're putting in work, but they love the work, at least parts of it. And that's what drives them because what they're doing it for matters so much more. And the stuff they're doing is the stuff they love as well. And again, motivation for most people comes from enjoying the process of things, the exercises you do, the foods you eat, not just the results that they give you. It's the same reason most people fail to make the amount of money they think they want or need in their life because they hate the task that they're doing to get the money. So they're never motivated enough to go the extra mile, to keep working because the money doesn't mean enough. Same for fat loss, same for weight loss, same for abs, and same for the vanity goals. So I don't care what you guys make at your job right now. If you're making $42,000 a year, or $88,000 a year, or $166,000 a year. If your boss came to you tomorrow and said, we're gonna double your pay, you'd be super excited. And then a year would go by, most of you, not even that long, six months, a year, maybe two years. And then all of a sudden you'd be like, well, I think I need a pay raise again. The money could keep going up. It could keep doubling literally every year. But three years from now, four years from now, five years from now, you'd find yourself still unmotivated, not really driven, even you know you're making seven times what you used to make because it's the same task. It's the same shit. You're not loving the process. You're just doing it for the end result. And that end result can never be enough to get you excited, jacked, and motivated. I promise you that. It just isn't. And if it does, it can do it one time. But it's very fleeting. That's why I tell people, I'm like, they'll say, oh, I have a goal. I want to make $100,000 a year. It's super cool. But nothing happens when you get to the 100000 They don't have a parade. There's not a party. You're just there. You're still doing the shit you hated. You're just getting more money for it. Does that make sense? So when you focus on the now, when you focus on the process, then you get this instant gratification that is necessary to keep this inspirational, motivational cycle going. You do the exercises, you do, because it makes you feel amazing. It challenges you, it makes you feel more confident. If it feels good to move your body, you'll continue to do it. Now, 
On a side note, every movement you're not going to love. I'm talking big picture here, you guys. Is there stuff I don't like to do? For sure. Like, do I love doing split squats? I guess if it's like 10 bodyweight reps per leg, it's easy. But if I'm doing 100-pound dumbbells, no, it's fucking miserable. Or if I'm doing 25 reps per leg, every minute on the minute switching back and forth, that is a miserable experience. Now, I understand I'll be stronger, so next time I do 25, it's a little bit easier. It builds on itself, but I embrace the pain of it. I embrace the suck of it, the heavy breathing and the sweating, and I know that hard work is listing a response for me, A, to be able to hike the Grand Canyon, for example, to be able to go out and run for an hour, to be able to still play basketball, be able to push sleds and do some of our fun workouts, you know, and, and do things that a lot of people aren't able to do. And so I know there is a payoff for it, and I embrace the suck of it. So if you can love the process of that, if you can embrace the hard work of it and know that A, it's paying you off today, and on a side note, it allows you to eat pizza and have cookies and other shit. Now, I'm not saying exercise is buying you a window to eat shit, but in reality is the better shape you get in, the better you eat, you can eat a handful of things here or there that you really enjoy, and it doesn't affect you like somebody who just sits in their ass all day. So there's all different things that come from that, but just knowing that that process, even if there's parts of it that suck, in the big picture, there's a way bigger payoff than for you putting in that small investment of time. Now, with that said, when you make that association, that your motivation becomes more self-reinforcing, the action and reward, the action and the reward, the action and the reward. There is no waiting just for the end result to happen because you're loving the game while you're in it and playing it. It's not just about the goal. It's not just about winning the championships. It's not just about making six figures. It's not just about you know having a million dollar net worth. It's about loving the process. It's about loving the practice, loving the game. The goals, the titles are just simply, again, byproducts of the hard work you enjoy doing. And again, on the micro level, for surely split squats suck. But on the macro level, you love them. Same thing goes here. So make sure every choice you guys are making, every choice you're making is because you actually like it, not just the results it gives you. Choose exercises and choose programs that you love or that challenge you and that interests you. And whether that be with people in a community because it's, it's quick, it's efficient, you love it, you can sweat, you can move, it allows you to have free time for other things. Eat foods that give you guys some sort of satisfaction, foods that you enjoy tasting, foods that fit your macros, foods that make you guys feel good. And again, you can get super creative with it and fancy with your food, or you can keep it as boring and as plain as possible to stay consistent because to me, simple equals success. Now that's how I eat. You guys find what works for you. But staying mindful of that positive association your mind makes with the process of focusing on loving and not just the end goal, that's the key. Making the connection between what you do and how it makes you feel daily is where the game is played. If you guys can love the process, your process, whatever it is for you, you will rarely question your motivation and dedication ever again. Now, I'll say this, there's days where I'm not super motivated because 19 things go wrong. In fact, it was yesterday. I had seven different problems go wrong. What did we have going on this week? A, we had an assault bike break, which is super annoying. Um, it's like a thousand bucks. Uh, and again, it's part of the game. It's what we do here. We own a facility. So I'm like, well, we have some at our house. I'm like, I have to go out. We have to get a U-Haul. I stop at eight different places, grab it, bring it back to the gym, have my wife help me. And we're moving it around so people can have it for the next day. And I'm like, it ate up like four hours of my day. It's just ridiculously terrible. I'm like, but it's just part of the game. Then I go from there. I'm like, okay, then my podcast mic breaks. 
piece of shit. So I'm dealing with that. I'm trying to figure out how to fix it, which is delaying me another 46 minutes. Then my garage door breaks, or doesn't break, but three things do break. And I'm like, oh, here's 700 bucks for that. My point is, is that those are A, all luxury problems. So I'm not complaining about it, but that will hinder my day and hinder my progress and will cause a delay in what I'm trying to do. And it will slow me down. But what I do love is being able to pop into the gym, train, sweat, move. I enjoy it, and I let those things kind of wash away. It's you guys not getting deterred by 19 different excuses. Because what happens is this. When you're motivated for just the vanity reasons, for the surface level stuff, when three excuses happen like that, you something happens at work, something happens in your personal life, and one other thing, those three little storms I had to deal with. But my release, my enjoyment was the training. I'm going to go in and I'm going to push the sled and I'm going to do push-ups, I'm going to do bench press, I'm going to squat, I'm going to do whatever. That's my release. That's my enjoyment, the fun of it, because I get to go in there and put in work and make myself a little bit better and challenge myself. I love it. But if I'm looking at fitness as only not you know, the enjoyment of the actual game of working out and playing, but just the results it gives me, when you guys have excuses that pop up, you'll take every excuse you can. Oh, I'm a little bit sore today. I'm not going to do it. Oh, I'm a little bit tired today. Oh, my kid had this going on. Or, oh, I had this in my house. I can't make it happen. No. If you guys have a reason that cuts really deep and something that you care about and you love doing that thing or you enjoy the challenge of it or the process of it, you're going to do it no matter what. So even though I had 19 different things go wrong, on that Friday night, it's 7 o'clock. I've been awake since 3.50 in the morning. I'm in there pushing a sled with 500 pounds on, back and forth, back and forth, listening to my Tupac, sweating my ass off, putting in the work, maybe hating it in moments when I'm in it, but feeling a sense of accomplishment and pride and fulfillment when I'm done, knowing I got the work in when 98% of the people in the world would not have done it. But I did it because I knew it would make me feel a thousand times better when I'm in it and especially when I wrap it up. So again, we all have moments when we don't want to do shit in the micro. But in the macro, you fucking love it, man. And you can't live without your process and what you're doing. And when you love the game of it and the process of it, the crazy is the byproduct, you're going to get the results and you're going to reach the goals that you set out to do and then some. At least that's been my experience, you guys. So I hope this helps you guys make a little, you know, mental shift or change if you're in the middle of a funk or a rut and you're struggling right now to find your why. But whatever it is, you have to find it and make that shit matter so much it cuts fucking deep, man, and it gets you through the toughest days. Again, I don't know what it is for you guys. To me, it's a sense of obligation and responsibility and legacy for you. If we're talking, you know, something that's a little bit harder for me because fitness is something that I naturally just like to do and I, and I like movement, even though I go about of like not wanting to do it because my body's tight or I have nagging injuries or I'm a little bit worn down from actually running businesses, for the most part, that's easier for me. Probably one of the harder things, you know, for us right now is, you know, trying to pay off our house at the accelerated level that we're doing. Um, it's not super fun, admittedly. Um, but what I do like about it is I love the process of creating things and helping people and earning money. So I do like that of it. And so the byproduct is if I, if I work hard enough, I create enough things that provide value. If I help enough people, I'm going to make enough money to be able to pay down extra on this mortgage every single month to get rid of it. And the byproduct of that is, you know, to be multimillionaires and to live completely debt free and have an amazing life and change my family tree and do something that no one in my family has ever done at this pace um, and set myself up for the rest of my life. And to me, 
that's what matters. And to me, that's something that keeps me going even in the days where I'm like, well, fuck it. We could just go out to dinner and spend 600 bucks on a fancy dinner and, or I could go buy a new car, do something else. But I'm delaying the gratification for that because I'm in the process right now. And I'm like, I know I'm in it and it's tough, but I know the process of us doing that and being diligent and budgeting every single day and putting in the work, we have a deeper why. It's going to change the scope of our financial future for the rest of our lives, not just us, but the people down the line, our family tree who are going to benefit from it, you know? So that's what it is, you guys. It's, it's having something that matters to you at the core level for multitude of reasons. And I don't know what that is for you, but you have to search it and you have to find yourself and you have to ask those difficult questions, which most people don't want to do. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Like really doing some self-auditing and self-questioning. And I, and I probably do it too much because I'm a little bit crazy. But again, when I ask you guys, defining your why, why do you want to do this? Do you need this? Why will you see it through? And is that reason so real and so deep, you're going to get it or you're going to damn near die trying every single day? And when you're making the changes, why is it important to you? How will it change your life? Will other people care about it? It's not relevant. Does it matter to you? Will your confidence improve? Will your life be better? Will you be happier? That's the biggest thing. And you can't do it for your wife. You can't do it for husband. You can't just do it for your kids. You have to be able to do it for yourself. And you have to want to do it for yourself. Now, those guys can all benefit from it, and that's amazing. But the world's opinion doesn't matter. Nobody else's does but yours. Why you're doing it, why you want to do it, and what you're going to get out of it in the long run. And if you're happy during it, and if you're enjoying the process of it, you guys are going to get there a lot sooner than you think you are. I can promise you that. So if you guys are iPhone people, Mac people, iPad people, stop right now. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five star. Leave a comment. I truly appreciate it. Just a simple podcast app on your phone or go on your iTunes on your computer, your MacBook. It'll pop right up. You guys can hit it from there and share it with friends and family if you think it can help them at all. I'm happy that you guys do that. It helps me more than you know. I truly do appreciate it. Um, just a reminder again, our mentor mobility program is kicking off here in a couple of days. If you're interested, shoot me a message. I'll give you guys a podcast discount code to make it cheaper for you so you can rock with me the next 30 days and improve your mobility. That's what it's created for to help you guys move better and feel better. And again, if you guys do want a handful of athletic green samples, shoot me a message super fast. I think we have 50 total in the office, so I can probably get it out to about 20 people here. Um, they'll probably go in the next two or three days. So message me quickly on both of those things, and I'm happy to help you guys. And again, if you're struggling right now to be motivated, you've lost motivation, you're not, you know, you're kind of going through ebbs and flows, and you're not sure what you want to do or how you want to go about it, slow yourself down, listen to this podcast again if you need to, and ask yourself the questions, why do I want to do this? And not just the surface level Vandy stuff, but what really matters to me? What's going to keep me going on the toughest days? And again, only you can answer that, but the first step is just slowing yourself down and actually asking the questions. Why do I want to get this done? What's going to see me through? And what's my biggest driver? So until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.